Hello, Henrik, and welcome to the CloudX podcast. Great. Hi, Nicholas. All right. So thank you so much for joining. So we're going to spend, I don't know, we'll see, right? 20, 30, 50, whatever the next minutes talking about uh, cloud and and the transportation logistics industry in, in specific. Yep. So super excited to have this discussion. So again, thank you for joining. Um, for, well, for new listeners, um, maybe we should do a quick round of introductions. Yeah, um, sure. I'm co-founder and CEO of, uh, of CloudX. And uh, well, over to you, Henrik, you can introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Henrik Lund. Uh, I am a partner in CloudX. I've joined about, uh, well, soon to be three years. Um, and uh, I come from a very long background in the in the global transportation industry, global forwarding, ANC, um, and, and now focusing together with Nicholas and the team, really trying to help our customers uh, with, with, um, with, yeah, with solutions in the cloud. Mm, great. Thank you. So, yeah, should we jump into the, yeah. the topic of the day? Um, I, think, I think we should. Um, we, we've been talking about this obviously over over the last uh, yeah many many months and maybe even the last couple of years. And I think I think the way I would like to start is maybe just do a, a little bit of a, a an update from my side in, in terms of what I see and and what my view is. I mean, on the industry on on the on the global forwarding industry ANC in in particular, uh, what we have seen the last two years, um, as as we all know, since COVID broke out. Uh, we, we've seen uh, enormous disruption in, in in the global supply chain, and and it's it's really been driving. Yeah, it's been driving, you know, a, a, a huge challenge for the industry. But at the same time, it's also been driving costs and rates uh, up over the past two, two and a half years uh, to a level that uh, I don't think any of us ever have seen before. Um, I think on, on, on top of that, uh, the industry has, has managed to keep the supply chain moving, uh, but also have, have the last couple of years had a I think a, a historic uh, type of uh, situation in terms of their of the profit that they're making. Uh, so both uh, air and sea, uh, given the high rates and the high cost that that is that is supplied, the the forwarders uh, by and large have have made historic uh, returns uh, over the past couple of years. I think a lot of them have been out in in Q2, <clears throat> talking about 2021 full year result. Being the best in in the company's history, and we're talking about uh, global freight forwarders at scale that've been around for a very very long time. And I think on, 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 at the same time, what we've also seen in our engagement with customers and speaking to uh, companies within the industry, uh, we've seen uh, that there's been sort of a, I would call an urgent uh, sort of an urgent effort to really accelerate uh, the digital transformation. Uh, uh, within the within the organization at, at, at different uh, freight forwarding companies, I think having said that, um, having been in the industry like yourself, Nicholas, our whole career, um, I think the the global forwarding industry have, has really suffered a little bit. Uh, I think under the fact that that they have been behind, uh, in particular, a lot of their customers in, der- in terms of uh, digital trans- transformation and in terms of front-end solutions, uh, whether it be uh, online booking and, and uh, rate quotation and so on. They, they are catching up. And I think uh, also given the fact that margins have, have been extremely uh, good over the last couple of years, we've certainly seen uh, most of the companies that we speak to have been have really been uh, investing heavily into the IT side and into into the 
the digital uh, uh, solutions that they, they want to develop both for internal purposes and of course the front end also to the customers. No, yeah, that's why I was thinking, uh, I mean, you said that we've been in the industry for a very long time, right? And in a way, you, you, you're thinking, okay, you've seen it all. Um, but, you know, looking at when COVID came around and disrupted everything, not only in this industry, of course, but it's just uh, shocking and, and mind-boggling. I mean, how many changes there have been, right? And also, like you said, with, with, with rates and, and different things jumping all over the place. And then, of course, translating into huge profits for, for many folders, et cetera. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I think the interesting question is right. What's going to happen in the future? Um, is this is gonna is this gonna contain or is this gonna continue? Uh, maybe not forever, right? But things will change. But how will it change? Will it tumble down again? Will it be more? You know, will it be accelerate quickly or slowly? Well, or yeah, how will... yeah. So so I'm not saying the the first part was the good part, and then the next part will be the bad part. But I do think. And I've also been out on, on LinkedIn and making some comments uh, earlier in the year. <clears throat> and I think everybody knows it, right? I mean, you know, what goes up generally must come down. And, and, and as the industry, you know, over the last several decades have been very cyclical in, in sort of a predictable way, um, this, this upsurge that we've seen the last two years also now has started to, to show signs of weakening uh, and weakening at a faster pace. Uh, certainly, I've spoken to a lot of forwarders that were not pessimistic, looking at uh, you know going through 2022 and into 23 and 24. But the, most of them have been a, a little bit surprised of the way the market has behaved. Let's say starting already back in the beginning of of, uh, of uh, Q2. So I think I think it's only fair to say that the market is. It's slowing down. Uh, rates uh, are coming down quite, quite uh, significantly, uh, both on sea and on air in some of the big trades. And I think what's worth mentioning, and, and that's, you know, that's a fact, as you could read from public listed companies, um, you know, uh, financial reports, is, is that while there's been very, very significant profits made over the last couple of years, it's really been on the top on the top part of the income statement on the GP side, as opposed to really improving uh, EBIT margin. So I think, you know, the margin add up on, on cost that, that has been very high has driven a lot of profits, whereas the, you could argue the, the, the efficiency of how you operate does not necessarily stand out to have improved uh, by any, by any great margin. Right. So I think as as the market is slowing down and, and as we move through the end of this year and into next year, and of course, throwing in, unfortunately, the whole geopolitical situation around us and, and inflation and, and uh, energy prices uh, rising at levels that I think either most of us or none of us have ever seen before in our lifetime, you know, that I believe will put some pressure on a lot of organizations to start looking at uh, course mm. and and um, while people will still be investing, you know that there is a you know there is a, a new day tomorrow and a reality that will be setting in. And I also know from speaking to to some customers or some forwarders that uh, a lot of them have moved into a, a borderline higher freeze already, right? Because they know that that um, you know it's budget time in 2023. Trying to replicate uh, 21 okay. and, and potentially even 22 is going to be very difficult. But, but let me ask you a question around that, because I mean, I, I think people are, we're all funny in a way, right? I mean, we're so much focused on what's happening now. And sometimes it, it's really 
well, people forget, right? So you're saying it's cyclical, right? But people also forget, not only in this industry, overall economy, etc., right? And there's, uh, you know, the stock market is crashing once every 10 years, but whenever you're riding high in a wave, people are like, no, 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 this is different. It will continue forever and ever. Do, do people really realize that, you know, things are going to be very different and, and probably worse or much worse, right? I mean, are, are they really realizing that or are they still having a party? I think I think <laughs> I think some uh, are starting to realize that you know the, the light is flickering, which generally in a bar means that you know it's 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 time to go home. I think I think um, I I would hope most are uh, realizing and and being obviously serious business uh, individuals that that this is not going to go on, and 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 they of course know it already on their current numbers and and even the past few months certainly uh, their numbers are, are not holding up the way they they were. Um, whether it's selective amnesia, whether it's a good feeling to keep, uh, you know, hoping that that things will last, I think there's a lot of uh, lessons learned from the past that has not that has not been brought into the picture, and uh, and whether that's uh, a good thing, you know, to to keep pushing as as long as you can, but you do need to prepare when when things turn, and I think they're turning right now. So so Henrik, uh, I was just thinking about a question here, so. Overall, do you think the industry is moving fast enough um, delivering digital solutions? And I guess as a, as a follow-up to that, um, if you're saying the market will take a downturn, uh, is the industry also focusing on cost-reducing cost reducing initiatives? Yeah, so I think the first question, whether the industry is moving fast enough, I, I would have to say, by and large, no, they're not. Uh, and I think, you know, certainly the companies that that you know some of the people that we're dealing with or, or certainly speaking to uh i think you know the the timelines are just simply too long and i think um i think that's you know certainly would should be a concern uh, and given you know the way the market is now uh behaving that there will be a there will definitely be a need to take cost out and i think you can take cost out the very unpleasant way in cutting staff or reducing staff um but obviously, what we would like to to help people with is, is of course, uh, drive efficiencies through um, through uh, technology. So I think so. I think on one hand, no, I don't think the industry and it, it really never has moved fast enough. And and this is obviously some of the things that we have been talking about and we are working on and we are engaging directly with with forwarders uh, already in trying to help them move things forward at a at a faster pace. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, right? I mean, with people have been talking about transformation in the uh, in the industry for, for many, many, many years, right? And it's been very stagnant uh, at best. And, and it's only, I guess, the last year or two we have seen trends that it's moving faster. Uh, and of course, if people have profits to match and then they can invest. But it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see now if it's going to be a tougher market, how do people react? Um, so So then, you know, trying to follow the same thread in a way, um, if you talk about the, the right approach, and of course that can mean many things, right? But assuming now that, you know, people have invested, um, what, have they taken the right approach? What, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I think some, uh, certainly have, um, but I also still find, uh, you know, that there are quite a few that, that, uh, have not taken the right approach. I think, I think we, we, uh, as CloudX offer, uh, an alternative, we call ourselves, a uh, boutique uh, IT consulting uh, company and 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 the fact that we are 
still considering ourselves as a startup and, and we're very agile and, and, and can move very fast and very quickly. Uh, I think I think this is what, what people need to take a look at. I mean, initially could start with doing an external review, really doing a strategic review, trying to, to, to give an opinion on on where the customer is currently with all their different priorities. Um, and, and of course, uh, following that, that we do engage to try to speed things up and, and, and apply our, I think in particular, our knowledge from both from our industry background and also having delivered a lot of uh, different type of projects uh, relating to digital transformation and building building solutions and applications and so forth. Mm. Yeah, I guess this is the, the the first plug, right? I mean, I, I think that is something that I see tremendous value in. Um, if you look at the overall cost when we engage, I mean, let's say that, you know, it's a week or, or even longer, but normally, let's say a week, um, multiple workshops. I'm just analyzing basically what people have done from an outsider's perspective. Um, and, and of course, producing a, a longer report, coming with the recommendations and initiatives, et cetera, um, that is money well spent. And, yes. and in most budgets, I mean, that's also peanuts, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, I, I think it is. And I think, I think we, we also, what we find, and I think it leads into also one of the things that we would like to talk about, which is really relating to cloud. I think uh, when, when we're talking about uh, the approach that some uh, forwarders are taking, whether it's the right or the wrong one, you know, we still find a lot of forwarders are still hanging on to to some of their old ways in terms of how they actually have set up their infrastructure, uh, whether uh, fully owned on-premise uh, data centers or or potentially even uh, uh, an outsourced uh, solution, ISAS, uh, you know, and 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 there again for me. When you talk about speed of, 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 of developing and speed of, 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 of driving this change, delivering uh, solutions, delivering value and, 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 and finding ways how to operate uh, more efficiently and, and better uh, to the end customer. There, I think there still, there still is a way to go for quite, quite a few of the, uh, of the forwarders out there. Mm. No, no, I agree. And, and for us, it's interesting as we operate not only in the transportation industry, right? I mean, we also focus on others. I mean, retail is another industry where we pride ourselves on being experts. Yeah. And we're also dealing with, with telcos and, and, you know, other industries too. So it's, it's interesting to compare and see, okay, what is the maturity level um, overall? And specifically, like you said, cloud, right? Um, I think in today's world, um, it, it's not debatable anymore. You have to be in the cloud. Um, yeah. You have to use the cloud toolbox to become successful. I think some people are still pushing against that. Um, but but as time moves on, I mean, it will be tougher and tougher for these people yeah. to, to keep up. And, and some initiatives, I mean, you simply can't do it yourself. No. Um, if you talk about Intel, uh, sorry, uh, initiatives like artificial intelligence and you would do machine learning, advanced analytics, et cetera, it is just, I would say, impossible. In many cases, it's just very, very costly, very, very time-consuming to do it yourself. Um, it's like I normally say, it's like building a house. You can do that in, in many ways. You can build a house with a hammer and nails, right? But it's going to be very, very painful. So why do it when you have access to, to modern tools and modern yeah. services? To me, uh, cloud is, is in a similar way. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so to, to follow up on that compared to other industries, I think we see, uh, um, that transportation logistics industry and forward, especially they're, they're lagging behind. Um, and in my opinion, I, I don't know if people fully realize that I, I think they, 
in general, I would say people think they're doing good. But I think that's also the lack of comparison, right? And that's also why, like I said, I think this service of getting an outsider's perspective, getting CloudX to look at your business and IT overall and what can be done better, et cetera. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a must because you can't just hide within your own shell, right? And say, no, no, we're, we're doing good. Um, well, we think at least, right? Well, I think I think it goes to what what you've said so many times, right? I mean, you know, you you have to choose between, you, you know, using your resources to keep the lines on, right? Uh, instead of really uh, innovate or, or certainly uh, be in a position where you actually can keep, you know, up to speed with with what's what's possible. And I think that uh, you know what you're describing with some companies. I mean. You have a lot of legacy. I mean, you have a lot of legacy both when it comes to to, to systems, uh, and you have a lot of legacy also in terms of the way I, uh, people are used to working. Right? It's like mm. anything else when when you're in a in a business. I mean, you know, if if, if you're comfortable, the fact that things actually work, uh, you know, yeah, it's okay, and 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 maybe you're even doing okay as a company uh, in your business. But but you know that that's not really. That's not really going to get you uh, too far ahead of of uh, your competitors, or it's not really going to give you a, a, a great chance to 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 excel. So I think I think it really is about you know a lot of what we try to help people is is to really question and challenge the status quo. Mm. Um, you know, people do tend to get uh, you know they have a comfort zone, and 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 if, you know the you know when if they lack knowledge in terms of again talking a little bit about the cloud. Uh, which is not easy to keep up to speed on, right? Because it's moving so fast in terms of all the different tools that, that are available. I think if you stay in that comfort zone and, and you don't go external uh, to, to uh, i.e. a company like us to get an opinion, at least a, you know, a view to say, look, you know, we believe that you're on the right path, but we believe you could approach it in a slightly different way and, and speed things up. And over time, you know, deliver more and probably end up spending less. Right. No, and, and I think that's one of the biggest challenges, um, not only for, for customers, but, but also for us. I mean, to simply keep up with all the things that the different cloud providers provide. And we're especially, we used to do a lot of business with AWS, right? As an AWS advanced yeah. partner. And their announcements all the time. And it's not on, there's not only one way of doing something. I mean, if you pick a use case, um, you know, storing data as a simple one, right? I mean, you can store data in so many different ways, depending on what you're trying to achieve. So, so, so I think it's also the mindset of people needs to change and they need to embrace that there are the toolbox is much, much bigger than they think. Yeah. Um, and, and again, what they're doing is not bad. Like you're saying, it's okay. It's working. But the question is more, okay, what else is out there? What can we do even better yeah. or cheaper or a combination? I, I don't think that well, now we're generalizing, but I don't think that people understand that, um, in a way at, at, at all. I mean, how actually complex and advanced that the cloud toolbox is. Yeah. Well, that's an element of, of, you know, I mean, that's a strong word, an element of fear, maybe a fear of the unknown, right? And and that you also, obviously, in everything we do, when we, if we talk about technology and whatever part of the, of, of that um, uh, piece that we talk about, it still involves people, right? And people are, you know, people are individuals who are 
concerned about their future as, as we all are right in, in many different ways and 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 that they you know that they do not take maybe unnecessary risks but i, I believe that you know i think we, we certainly have a, a history and, and and a lot of experience in 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 very quickly uh, be able to to come in and, and support and 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 help uh, companies and also for me and and really revisiting their strategy mm. because i think if if you have a strategy that you might have spent a lot of time on uh, throughout the organization and it's it's intertwined of course as a, uh, under an overall uh, overarching strategy i mean but it might be two years old or three years old or 18 months old but but again because the business on one hand in terms of technology is changing so rapidly and and on the other hand of course you have the pressures of the way the market is changing i i keep returning to that uh, part of the topic uh, you know a, a strategy is a living thing it's not something you just do once and then mm-hmm. you know years later you go back and 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 sort of recheck if, if there's still the the right way to move i think it's an ongoing thing that way you constantly have to you know do check and balance and, and make adjustments um, yeah. in order to make sure that uh, that you're on the right path yeah, no no doubt about that but that's also the challenge right i mean we're talking about change and and change for for most people um i think including for you and me it's not always easy to deal with right no you need to change all the time and again that's a pace of innovation within cloud it's going so fast as well yeah so how do you embrace that change but again that's where people like us can come in. We can build out a journey. It doesn't mean that you need to do the cutting edge um, right now. Uh, maybe you never need to do the cutting edge, but at least you have to embrace it and, and understand it, right? And people are, of course, some people are scared. It's like, oh, I'm going to lose my job. I think in our experience, no, most people will not lose their jobs, but their jobs will maybe be different. They yeah. cannot continue to do what they have done for the last 10 years. And and yeah, you can argue if that's good or bad, but but I think that's the nature of the game that things change, right? And many times companies and people have to adapt to that because yeah, that's right. That's reality. That's right. But I think also we we uh, Nicholas, we we've you know obviously talked to so many different customers, and I think initially when we approach a company which is let's say has a let's say a, a traditional type of infrastructure set up with their own data centers and, and and so on and i think one of the first questions is you know how much money will we save when we start uh, talking about uh, cloud and i i like the way you normally answer it because it's not a single answer and there's not a a, a simple answer right because i think it, it is a journey right uh, when when you really start exploring let's say at least a hybrid uh, model between on-prem and and uh and and start you know you know step by step identifying potential applications and 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 different workloads mm. that you can you can start migrating and uh also gain experience internally right and and tool up your people uh to to really be be ready to to start scaling up so i think it goes back to the question in terms of cost uh you know initially can you take cost out by moving to the cloud or is there a different value uh in starting that journey no exactly i mean the cost is of course a factor but uh, I, I like to focus more on on value in a way yeah. uh, i mean of course we love to produce savings etc for people but again if it's strategic i mean i think there has to be a value discussion as well um saying oh, what value do you want to create and what applications do you want to build and how do you want to engage customers more etc again it's back to the to the toolbox right i mean 
you can do it internally on-premise at Tutter. It's just a very painful and, and time-consuming and, and costs a lot of money. So, so I think we try to look at it holistically. Um, and again, cost savings is, is a part of it, right? But there are definitely other factors. Um, and, and people are concerned, right? And saying, okay, so you come in, how much will this cost me? And what do I get out of it, et cetera? Um, I, I think that's where we have a great partnership with uh, AWS as well. So as you know, we have uh, we're migration certified um, by, by AWS as a partner. Yes. Um, that means we can offer unique solutions and uh, as part of that, quite some funding. Um, so there are different programs, um, but uh, I think the most famous program is called uh, MAP, so from AWS. Uh, so we can go out and offer MAP to our customers. What does it mean? Well, it means that uh, we offer three different components. One is assessment, one is, is planning, one is execution. And you always start with assessment. And there's funding attached to each of those levels. So we can go out and have assessment discussions. And that's exactly what we are talking about here, right? How do I move to the cloud? Do I take everything to the cloud? Do I take some workload, some application? What makes sense? Where can I save money? And all of those questions can be answered in assessment. And even if you say, okay, no, actually, I'm not ready right now. I want to wait. Um, or maybe, you know, I, I, I want to have do a whole different way, whatever the answer is, right? Bottom line, I'm not ready right now. Well, the funding is still committed. So to me, as a customer, that's a win-win, right? You get uh, a roadmap to the cloud and basically an innovation roadmap by an experienced uh, consultant company uh, like us. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's more or less for free. So what, what's, what's not to like? Yeah. Um, I think that's a fantastic offering and that uh, many people should consider. Absolutely. So I think, I mean, just to sum it up, uh, Nicholas, what, what, what would your thoughts be if I can... can throw back a question to you. No, I, I think that, again, it's trying to understand the cloud. And, and again, as I said before, that's a tall order. Um, but, you know, it's necessary. And, and again, it's not only for IT. Um, I think we can mention that as well. We recently looked at a McKinsey article, right? And saying mm -hmm. how boards need to look at cloud uh, for strategic purposes. So cloud is a boardroom discussion these yeah. days and of course also c-level discussion it, it's not stuck with it and and the cio so everybody needs to embrace cloud and again that is difficult right but that's where people like it like us can come in and help on a strategic level but then also of course doing the assessment doing the execution etc um so so yeah I, I think that would be number one um start to understand the cloud in detail how it can impact your business um, have a strategic plan, find the right partner, um, and then, of course, uh, leverage funding. Um, because overall, I mean, cloud is here to stay, right? I mean, the, the previous CEO, as you know, Andy Jassy, uh, he's now the CEO of, uh, of Amazon, he used to be the CEO for Amazon Web Services. I mean, one of his famous quotes is like, don't, um, if you're fighting cloud, it's like fighting gravity, right? Yeah, that's it's, fine. It's, it's here to stay. Yeah, and I fine. think that's very true. Yeah, absolutely correct. So, so yeah, I think we covered quite some areas um, and uh, I think we should try to, to wrap it up. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you for, uh, for your time, for joining yeah, this podcast, Henrik, and to all listeners out there, uh, thank you for listening and um, you will hear from us uh, soon again. Yes. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.